When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 1071. This is your place for entertainment news. If you just joined us and you missed part of our uh, show, you can always go back and download the podcast. We had Nick Thompson on from Love is Blind Season 2 at 1.30. So download the second hour to hear that in his harrowing tale of being on reality TV. But... We have something much more important, or just as important as that. It's pickle season. <laughs> We're going to talk about pickles. It's pickles, you guys. I don't know about you, but I'm living my best life over in Pickle Town. Oh. I'm on Pickle Patrol. My pickle posse uh, oh, is having a pickle, pickle party. Posse. Why? My tang gang. <laughs> We're getting real spicy up in here. 651-641-1071. What's your favorite pickle? Or maybe you like like to pickle things. Like, what are the things you like to pickle? Like, green beans. Some people like to pickle Brussels sprouts or cauliflower. I just found a recipe the other day for a malted cauliflower pickle. Uh, Those two, I don't know what you mean by that. Like malt vinegar. Malt, malt vinegar, vinegar. Oh, and God. not like a chocolate oh, malt. Geez. I was like, just. Mm. <laughs> but if you got a favorite pickle recipe, send it my way. Call us. Share your love of all things pickle because we're putting it. If you can put it in a jar, we're doing it on the show. 651-641-1071. Pickle. Dawn, you may be wondering. <laughs> Why we're talking about pickles. This whole minute here where you've been talking about pickles is my favorite thing I've heard in a long it, time. It's just my happy place. Like, look, the world is on fire. I mean, literally. <laughs> yeah, we change. didn't start it, though. Uh, as the song that led us in attests to. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just over at the farmer's market figuring out what can I put in a jar? Yeah. And so it's that time of the year. So I get real. I pull out all my pickle books. I start flipping you have through. pickle books? Yeah, I brought one today. I didn't bring it into the studio, but I brought okay. one uh, because... I would be too distracted anyway. Yeah, that's I'd why I didn't bring it with me. start flipping through the pickle me. book. Because I got uh, jams, jellies, pickles, and... Uh... <laughs> my, my parents used to pickle, <laughs> and um, my favorite pickle is when they would do cinnamon pickles with red hots. Oh, I've heard of like this. Lot, like these straws, like the size of... They're straws like they wouldn't they would cut them in cubes or long cubes. What's a long cube? What's a long cube matchsticks? I don't know. Like they would julienne them? I guess so. Yeah. Uh, and then I don't know how they did it, but it involves a lot of red hot candy. Yeah, that reminds me of and like they're bright red. That reminds me of you can do that with apple rings. People do oh. that with apple rings. You can also do that with jalapenos. There's a thing called cowboy candy. 
Um, yeah, there's mm-hmm. all sorts of people. There are all sorts of like old family recipes that people do this time of year because, and the main reason is. I'll give you camel boy candy. What now? No, I don't know. What does that mean? <laughs> I just wanted something to, to do say with it. Taylor Sheridan. <laughs> um, uh, my point was the reason we're talking about it now is because it's really like peak pickle season. Like everything's popping at the pickle stand. <laughs> All the peas. Oh boy. So you, what is the most unusual thing that you've pickled? Probably. I haven't really pickled anything weird. Cause I, I'm just like a classics kind of person, but now I'm getting to the point where like, I don't like, I'm, I used to just do like a ton of dill pickles, mm. but like I got a lot of leftover dill pickles so, like, I can always tell by the time we get to the next year, like, what do I not need to make this year? And so the things we went through super duper fast are, like, hot peppers. Mm. So I got to do more hot peppers this year. Uh, I want to do, like, a corn relish if I can because I love sweet corn. Like, have you ever had, like, a sweet corn relish? I'm not sure. And then you just have, like, a jar, a little magical jar of summertime and sunshine that you can take off the shelf and, like, deepest darkest january and open up pop the top and experience a little like gift of summer i feel like you could have a food network show about pickling (laughs) and this should be your audition right now okay well cut the tape and send it because you know you pop open that jar in january and you're like oh my god it's summer (laughs) we have a party uh party on pickle line (laughs) it looks like pickle party line paul over there aka (laughs) Uh, Mike is on the phone. We'll get to the caller in just a moment. But um, we have a caller, Mike. We do. Who's we got on the pickle Sherry line? on the pickle line. Hi, Sherry. Sherry. What are we pickling, Sher? Hey, you guys. This is more for the gardener, maybe, than the farmer's market crowd. Yeah. But all those tomatoes that don't ripen, pickle mm. your green tomatoes. They're amazing. Okay. Really? I have a question because I've seen lots of recipes. Do you do, like, is it, like, Tell me about it, like spicy, sweet. What are we talking with our green tomatoes? The the recipe that I got, and I, I don't have it in front of me, but, yeah. you know, Bradley, you just hit up the googs for that. I but will. It was more like a traditional, just a, a cucumber pickle type of, you know, the dill pickle. Sure. That's mm. the one that I did. Because I feel like with green tomatoes, you could go all sorts of directions, right? Like you could get a little spicy or you could do something sweet. And that'd be fun on like a chicken breast or some... You know, oh. pork tenderloin. You're talking about absolutely. chutney now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Thank you, Sherry. Yeah. Thank you, Sherry. You Green tomato <laughs> pianos. Chutney. I made a, a really fun apple, spicy apple chutney last year that was real good. It's perfect for just like chicken breast and, and can you make me a mango chutney? I'll buy the ingredients. You'd have to buy the mangoes. Yeah, they're expensive. They don't got them at the farmer's market. No. We do, this is not mango country. I don't know yeah. if you've noticed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sure some somebody's got a mango in their greenhouse or something. Really? But. Oh boy! <laughs> Can I meet that person? Do you have a favorite pickle, Don? Uh, I tell just, me about your pickle, so Don. I, I don't like. Do you bread like a perky and, pickle? Oh my god! I don't like um, sweet pickles. Sweet like pickles. whatever the kind you get where you accidentally get them at the store, and it's not. I don't maybe like a those, bread and butter. Or, 
Okay, so a little story. I only like dill. I do love a bread and butter pickle, but I will tell you, I don't like a store-bought bread and butter pickle. And most of the time, and it's because they, I know I'm going to sound real pickle douchey right now. It's fine. Pickle, pickle douchey. I'm going to sound like no, a pickle salad. Like, I don't buy a store-bought pickles. <laughs> but um, who wants to invite her over for a party? Not me. Yeah, you pickle douche. <laughs> don't say pickle douche. You do not. You do not say pickle twice. douche. Don't give Summer's Eve any ideas over there, Dawn. Why does it smell like dill? No? Okay. Oh, no. Oh, go back. back go away. back to Pickle Land. No, Pickle but, Town. But I don't, um, I don't like, is that what I'm, uh, bread and butter pickles Yeah, so what I was going to say is, like, when you buy them in a store like that, they're going to taste super syrupy sweet because a lot of them pickles will be corn syrup. Whereas I will make a nice low sugar bread and butter pickle. It's got the onions it's got the pimples and maybe some pampers and um and it's sweet but it's not like that candy sweet Ugh. like that's too much for sure for me but i get what you're saying that Penny can be, gives me pickles does he what kind i don't know his wife does it well he does are they too. dill they they are dill i can see like it floating in there there's there's dill weed in there and also garlic oh yeah oh so i just did good. a bunch of those i do the whole ones the mm-hmm. little baby whole ones yeah and then sometimes some slices, but I eat those are good several for pickles a day. That's good. Yeah. Pickles are good for you, man. Yeah. All right. Well, if you guys continue to have uh, pickle ideas pop out of your pickle puss, um. Um, <laughs> give us a call or send us an email. <laughs> I meant like, you know, your mouth. You know? <laughs> I just realized I said, you said, and then I said, yes. and then we said, yep. and it's not as bad as what what steve said earlier (laughs) (laughs) yeah no kidding you guys hear that Mm, did you hear it dog i didn't but i heard about it he said my talk but not my talk yeah mike you were there i was mike came laughing out of the studio Mm -hmm. Uh, after it happened anyway uh, anyway, from pickles, what are you laughing at over to there? To our next topic, a new population ship that I've titled Whore. <laughs> so find out all about what a whore is when we come back right here on My Talk. <laughs> hey, My Talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at Boulevard Auto Works, BLVDAutoWorks.com. Tom and his team right over in St. Anthony for over four decades, keeping your vehicles in tip top shapes. Look, I don't want to say it, but I'm going to say it. Back to school season is just around the corner, which means you're going to be back to driving everyone around town season, which, you know, is super busy. But let's get ahead of the game. Bring the vehicle in for your scheduled maintenance or if you've got questions about tire or if you've got some light that's going off on your dash, whatever the issue ailing your vehicle or that you've got questions about, call Tom and his team over at Boulevard. Drop your vehicle off. You're going to have a courtesy car waiting for you. You're going to get some of the best service in the business. I know that because that's where I bring my car. And they're the real deal. They're not going to take you for a ride. Tom and his team have been doing this work, as I said, for over four decades. Get back on track for a busy fall with Boulevard Auto Works. BLVDAutoWorks.com. Tell them Bradley sent you. My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. On this show, we like to, um, well, this has been a tradition before I even arrived on this show. Publationships, combining people's names together whenever they're in a relationship that looks like it's for some type of 
publicity. It could be a real relationship, but it's definitely used for publicity. Just using your relationship for publicity. Your friends do it. Celebrities do it, too. It's fine. Your friends? Yeah. I mean, people have gotten together for worse, basically. (laughs) That's right. What's uh, what? Why are we talking publicationships? We have a new publicationship. Okay. That I have labeled whore. Whore. That's whore. whore. Right. This okay. is Jeremy Allen White <laughs> and model Ashley Moore. Oh. Together they're whore. Maybe it'd be more like war. War. We're. Mm, whore's Unless better. you just want to say whore. Yeah, I do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I think you just want to say whore. Well, I just thought it, it was perfect. Um, so he was photographed in broad daylight with very close cameras, with multiple angles, yeah. making out with model Ashley Moore in Los Angeles on Saturday it afternoon. Is it is very obvious. I mean, you can literally see their lips together touching like <laughs> the details of their lips so why do you think jeremy allen white would want to be seen and call the paparazzi bradley to make out with a random model if you were trying to get attention a for a relationship you're trying to distract from another relationship or conversation about another relationship perhaps right yes and who have we linked him to most recently even in blind items uh, the very areolish. <laughs> Areola. Well, you talked about her areolas the last. Well, the last time she was on the show. Areola, well, that's yeah. what I mean. So We're, I'm talking about Selena Gomez. And I will say the a world is obs- of an areola. Are, are obsessed with her breasts because there was a whole other article about um her boobs today. Okay. But anyway, Selena Gomez. Mm, Selena Gomez and the blind item, Mike was remind people what it was uh that's a good question which um okay so he the blind item was that he got divorced recently from his wife had insinuated that he that he got together with selena gomez and wanted to maintain the relationship she wanted to move on so he went ahead and quickly got divorced from his wife to try to lock it in with selena and she's like bye i have a yacht to be on flashing my areola and he is now left with what a beautiful model so we shouldn't feel too bad for him also he was seen with his soon-to-be ex-wife at a soccer game and they looked pretty close so it's been a little confusing what's going on in his love life but maybe he wants to make it clear clearly this is what he's doing he's like i don't want to i don't know if it's that I, i feel like it has to be more about his relationship that's his divorce than the Selena stuff. Okay. Yeah. Cause like, who cares if you're connected with Selena? I mean, she's been connected now with somebody else even, I think. Yeah. She's now connected with a DJ from Britain named Fred. DJ Fred. Right said Fred. No. McCracken. Fred. <laughs> Fred McCracken. Fred McCracken. Scratchy. Brother? Fred McCracken. Fred again. Fred again. DJ Fred again. 
All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Joking. <laughs> okay. That's who's wow. leaders with now. Fred once and Fred again. <laughs> yeah. Fred. If you've seen him once, you've seen, seen him a million him times. Fred, Fred again. Um, but... The only thing I can think of, yes, but he had to have heard the blind item about him insinuating that he was attached. So he doesn't even want people to talk about Selena Gomez. He definitely wants to move on from his marriage, but he wants us to forget. That's why these pictures are so clear. I mean, it's just basically walking down a commercial street. Like, how would you know he's going to be there? Yeah, no, I I am not. I would not for a moment question that somebody tipped them off to him. Like, like, look how, look how overt it is. Like if you yes. want, there's a little video clip of them and it's like, who would be walking down the street, stop, put their drinks, Siggy's key car keys or whatever that is next to their drinks on the brick wall. Yes. Stop what they're doing and then start like loving up on each other. And she definitely um, has to do. So she seems to be taller than him. And she has to do a big spread with her legs to be down at his level. He is, he is a, a, a certain size. Which is not a problem. It's totally fine. I just yeah, noticed no, that she has her legs in a Y position standing up. Of course not. Okay. <laughs> Gone. I mean, but she really he's is five, having to seven. spread. He, she's he's having a to spread. One. Mm-hmm. That camera does amazing things. Because oh, I don't know that I ever really you didn't notice that he was. I would not have guessed he was five Tom seven. Cruise size. Yeah, she's five eight. So oh, five eight. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but they are together, and I had never heard of her before. So I wonder where they met. Um, I mean, this is. Like, we did it. I mean, it looks like they're really, they're kissing and then they're hugging. And it seems to be like, look, we did our first paparazzi stroll. And um, he's really enjoying her face, like looking deep into her eyes and she's giggling. It is a scene. Uh, you I mean, can find it's it on adorable. our show links page. There's another one where she's bending over a little bit to show off her um, showing off. I love it. when I See, I've learned this from tabloids. Ashley Moore shows she, off her beautiful backside, bending over with Jeremy Allen White. Okay. She apparently was in the um, TV series of I Know What You Did Last Summer. Okay. She was also in Pop Star, Never Stop. Oh, Never that movie? Stopping. 
Yeah. Oh my gosh, I've heard great things about that. Twenty sixteen. Really funny. Yeah. Uh, she's also got several upcoming projects called Rule of Thirds, Tripped Up, and Salvation. She's been in several music videos, including Drake's Hold On, We're Going Home. And she was recently signed to the Gersh Agency and is represented by Luber Rockland Entertainment. She's gorgeous. She is gorgeous. She likes to travel the world from Greece to Poland to Africa and the Czech Republic. The fashion girly is seemingly always on the move as she shares her whereabouts with her 840,000 Insta followers, Dawn. So this is definitely benefiting her to be connected to him because she's already of course doing well but then you put them together and we won't be able to stop talking about him yeah thank you whore don't know what's whore whore that's a little too it is aggressive i feel like i don't know jeremy allen white and yeah, Ashley you want to make sure that yeah publationship Dawn, thank you so much for taking us on a publationship journey with these two <laughs> and when we come back oh this Lizzo story, it continues. And we've got some developments right here on My Talk 1071. Bradley here for my good friends at Dakota Dental. Why do I call them my good friends? Well, I mean, here's the main reason. I spend a lot of time with, <laughs> with Dakota Dental because I'm on a dental implant journey and it requires a number of steps. And actually, in addition to my dental implant, I decided to go ahead and take care of a few other teeth around that dental implant. And the the result of that is that I find myself in that chair uh, on more than one occasion. And each and every time I'm sitting in that chair at Dakota Dental, whether it's a routine checkup, cleaning, or part of this dental journey that I'm on, I have been so pleased with the level of care, the level of detail. Like, I know once this issue is dealt with, I'm not going to have to think about it again. And I'm going to be so pleased with the result. My smile is the most important thing, and Dakota Dental knows that. Same is true for you. Head to dakotadental.com today, and don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. The Adventures of Bradley and Don, my talk, 107.1. This is your place for entertainment. Uh, Bradley, you have a Lizzo story for us. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, this is like one of those stories where you're like, I don't want to have to talk about this because I just want to live in a world where everybody gets along and nobody mistreats anyone. But here we are, surrounded by accusations that Lizzo created a toxic uh, workplace, which included but not limited to sexual and racial harassment at least that's according to one lawsuit that a civil litigate uh, lawsuit that she is facing there is now a story in people magazine telling us that lizzo felt blindsided by her former dancers accusations in this lawsuit and the people magazine <laughs> what well welcome to my world people magazine oh. people magazine <laughs> yes. sorry it's too what is it 231 i get a little wordless the people magazine article uh to me that's a move okay whenever you see an article in people magazine you mm-hmm. can assume and we've said this for years that it's probably coming from the people who are best served by the article, meaning the source is probably someone close to the person who comes out the best in the article. And in this case, I would assume that part of the um, public response to the allegations against Lizzo is sharing the insights of how Lizzo was feeling 
behind the scenes. And this particular story in People essentially says that according to a source, she was caught off guard by that lawsuit, quote, she's been building and building her life and her career and getting achievement after achievement. It blindsided her and her team. And it's a wake up call that all of that can be instantly diminished by something like this just overnight. Something like this. And so that says to me, like, because I'm actually surprised that they would have been caught off guard because every indication we've had up to this moment was that these people were already dismissed as a problem. Remember, like they're basically saying they had issues outside of this. And um, you would imagine that the lawsuit was presented to them or this was communicated to them before we all learned about it. And so they would have had the opportunity to have crafted a statement about it before or so that as it came out, they could publish their response, wherein we actually ended up having to wait a full day before there was a response. Yes. And it seemed kind of an informal response. Yeah, more than a day. Wasn't it like almost two days? Yeah, it was a long time. Mm-hmm. My, it, well, especially in PR world, right? Mm-hmm. So to me, it's just, it's interesting that now we're sort of getting clean up in aisle four when it comes to PR stuff like, oh, she was blindsided by this. She wasn't expecting this at all, which... Again, if that's the case, I would be like, I feel like somebody around her did her a disservice. Mm-hmm. Totally. By not knowing this was about to drop. Could it possibly be that they didn't have any paperwork before it went public? Like, did they file the paperwork and then call call Harvey Levin? You know, I mean, is it something where they were like, we're going to get our side out first before she formally knows that this is happening? But based on the drama that they like, they were so quick to be like, well, we've already told you about these people. They are like in her statement. She references them, right? Like these people were already. Well, the yes. One of the um, dancers involved in the lawsuit said that acknowledged that they had been reprimanded, but she explained that it came about after they were simply trying to negotiate with an agent, yeah. have agents negotiate on their behalf or, or have a retainer um, to negotiate. So um, she says she even, I mean, the statement was like, they even say they were disciplined, you know, but it's like, yeah, but you're not telling us why they were unprofessional. Cause that was another statement that, that her camp made that they were, they had unprofessional behavior. Yeah. It seemed like they were real quick to call these people out for character assassination. Like, remember, we got that video from Marty Singer, her lawyer, mm-hmm. like right away. Oh, well, here's who this person is. You know, like yeah. it just seemed like they were real quick to do that to sort of paint a picture. But they had no response. I just it just felt like they were caught caught flat footed and to, to now sort of recast what actually happened like they were blindsided like this is just one more opportunity for them to you know claim that whatever happened wasn't that bad yeah i mean just to that's what because it again we have like. to go back to the fact that i'm not much, saying i'm just saying they want yeah, yeah, us yeah. to think it wasn't yeah. that bad yeah and again i don't know but we're talking about pr we're yeah. talking about the perception by the public of what's actually going on and it just seems like um, you know, they're now trying to sort of to to 
tell us the story that they want us to believe through stories like this in People Magazine. And I feel like that is what People Magazine is. You yeah. know, it's really just, I don't think they hunt down stories or, or call people for comments. I think they just sit by the phone yeah, and let like the publicists call them and go, go, what do, do you want digging? us to say? And yeah. then they do it. There's a negotiation. Uh, it, it, I think it's all also because there are so many... I actually get the print version of People Magazine at home. My boyfriend does because he signed up for, it was Entertainment Weekly, and it was like Coca-Cola points a long time ago, and it was like 10 years of People Magazine, I'm or Entertainment Weekly. Well, that doesn't exist, so then they transferred it to People. And I notice that when you flip through it, first of all, it's old news. If you're printing it, we're moving on to something else, yeah. so they have to have an angle. There are so many ads in that thing, and I don't mean just like a full-page ad for, like, you know, Summer's Eve. I'm talking about, like, there is... There'll, there'll be like a section where it's just like get her look for forty two dollars at H and M and oh and we talked I mean, about that full. even online if you look through a lot of their content on their internet site a lot of it is SponCon a lot of it is affiliate advertising mm-hmm. where the content is sort of curated around advertising Absolutely. and it'll say like this story may contain links that you know will give us money essentially so that's that's part of their money making totally. strategy at this point yeah so i wouldn't put it past them to also accept money from publicists i mean there aren't any oh, i don't think they take that... i probably I, I think they probably don't take money but i think they certainly take content mm. and i mean you know how it works like let's pull back the curtain in our own jobs how many how many pitches are we emailed in a given day what I mean by that yeah. is, like, how many emails, I'm saying for the listener's benefit who doesn't understand what a pitch is, we get all these emails from people who are basically publicists and PR people uh, with, like, content served up that we could pick and choose from to cover if we wanted to. Mm-hmm. We don't because none of it's really relevant to what we're talking about. Right. But but you have to believe that the PR people for a-list celebrities are just dropping that content directly in the email box of people and their editors are, you know, turning it into yes. to actual stories, which let's be clear. If we were getting emails from the PR people of A-list celebrities, we'd be talking about it. Um, we'd tell you that it was coming yeah. from their celebrity or from their PR people. Yeah. I mean, we, yeah, we would. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there are services that just kind of provide that for you. Maybe it's just in morning radio, but there are a lot, a lot, a lot of those, like interview opportunities and things. Oh, yeah, that no, we no, just no. Not, I'm talking about the stories by. that we talk sure. about. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, please. Yeah. No, I'm talking about like literally saying as on in, our grid, our content. I'm saying so. Like for example, this story in People magazine that clay, that that quotes an exclusive source. I can see a world wherein that was an email sent by a publicist to people and they turned around and made it into content. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think that um, she's going to be able to recover from this, even in the court of public opinion? Well, it hasn't happened yet. So that's like a huge, like $60 million question. Sure. The lawsuit hasn't happened yet. So until we know what proof they actually have, because at the end of the day, like the allegations are serious. And it's not, I'm not a fan of like jumping on the bandwagon of assuming all of those things are true. But I also live in a world wherein when you're a celebrity and people have made allegations, that is a serious thing until the allegations are resolved and until that lawsuit is either settled. I'm actually surprised that they hadn't, 
wor- tried to work out a settlement that the women involved through their lawyers hadn't tried to seek a settlement with Lizzo and her attorneys. Mm. And maybe they did. Yeah. But which also just then, you know, belies the idea that they were caught off guard. But let's assume for the sake of argument that they didn't have any idea that this lawsuit was coming. I would be very surprised if her lawyers aren't reaching out to their lawyers and seeing if there's some kind of settlement they can come to because an actual lawsuit seems like it's going to be a publicity nightmare for everyone. Totally, It's an opportunity for the women who are making the accusations to be, you know, sort of like publicly exposed, but also for Lizzo to have to be publicly exposed. And so I think both sides would benefit from being able to come up with a settlement. Absolutely. Especially Lizzo. I mean, they could get anybody on the stand really, if this is a, a civil lawsuit with a jury trial, you know, I mean, they could call the other dancers and say, did this happen? You know, it's kind of like things that happened in plain sight. So yeah. I don't know. Well, and then it's just, and then it's a gamble in the sense that it's up to the jury to decide who they believe. Exactly. So, or if what indeed transpired is something that is, you know, worthy of suing somebody for. Yeah. So again, to answer your question, I don't. I think it's too early to tell. I think right now, you know, things will quiet down for a while. Unless more people come forward. I will say I watched a whole video earlier this morning about a woman who has come forward who was auditioning for that show. Mm. She ended up turning down the role, interestingly, because the contract that they wanted her to sign to be on the season of the television show, Lizzo's uh, Netflix, right? I didn't watch it, so I can't. That Prime, I believe. Prime. Prime. Okay, thank you. That that show on Prime, she was all ready to go to be a part of the cast, and the document that they have all of them sign, she has some lawyers in her family, had them look at it, and they were like, absolutely not, do not sign this, because mm. you're basically going to be turning over any creative work, any songs that you write, any oh. things that you come up with. And then she goes on to allege um, that... In the process of auditioning for that television show, she submitted two pieces or two music videos, Mm -hmm. like as a piece of her creative work. Mm -hmm. Elements and ideas from those videos ended up in Lizzo's videos. And so she's now claiming that they took her ideas and she was not compensated for them. Well, that's unfortunate. uh, It is just a story that is going to continue to get more complicated um, obviously we'll continue to follow the story, especially cause we love Lizzo and you know, we'll be following this story closely when we come back though, Don, we got to go because oh. our good friend Mike wants to spin his wheel so that we can play a game. I love it. I know we do that every day, right at this time. It's game show roulette on my app. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at Hero. Everybody needs a hero. And when it comes to things around your home, I would recommend your Hero Be Hero Home Services. Why? Well, because they're super helpful. There are heroes throughout the home, whether it's heating, cooling, plumbing, air ducts, electrical issues, you name it. The pros at Hero are there. In fact, they've been dealing with Twin Cities homes for over 100 years, saving the day time after time. Uh, and frankly, I'm so grateful for Hero. Multiple times they've come to our home and saved the day, whether it's an electrical issue or, well, we had a plumbing issue in our bathroom tub. It kept clogging, 
and then we put some Drano down the tub. And it turns out, you know, you're not supposed to put liquid drain cleaner down your pipes. It's not good for your pipes. Just do what we did. Have Hero out. They'll come out once. They'll fix the problem. And you'll never get stuck with the same issue again. Call Hero.com today and don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. The Adventures of Bradley and Don, my talk, 107.1. This is your place for entertainment and your place for games on the radio. Wee. Time now to play along. It's Game Show Here's your host, Mike Ganger. Yes, it is a new week, which means a new week of Game Show Roulette. That's how we finish out the show every single day. Spin that wheel. I'm spinning the wheel wherever it ends. That's the game we're going to play. <laughs> Let's find out what we're playing today. Spin it, spin it. Yeah! It's the feud! Let's yeah! kiss each other awkwardly. Yeah. Oh, Richard Dawson, get away from me. Your breast stinks. Oh, can you imagine? I bet he did have like a very Siggy. He just looks like his breast stinks. Scotch and Siggy's. Yeah. I guarantee that's exactly yeah. what it's like, like. Some old, cologne. Mm, old like man old cologne. spice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now that we've painted that picture, yeah, that was we have the very clean and appropriate Michael Ganger. Uh, yes, no scotch on this breath. So we are good <laughs> to go. Ziggy's an old spice. <laughs> Let's do it. You guys know how it works. It's very simple. It's uh, it's a family feud. It's head to head. Each are going to get a couple of strikes. Whoever takes control of the uh, board, and uh, we go back and forth and play. It's going to be fun. Uh, you guys ready to do this? Yep. Yeah. All right, I did tell uh, B. Arthur to listen in right now at this oh, time. God. So, Why? Uh, because of question number one. Here we go. Name an animal that best describes your boss. Don. Don first. Weasel. Weasel. Is weasel oh on the board? <laughs> it's actually not. I really just the first thing I thought of, but I didn't. Yeah. Okay, anyway. You heard it, B. Uh, go ahead, uh, Bradley. Can you take control? <laughs> While I would love to say a very cuddly, adorable teddy bear, I'm going to say rat. Rat. We have weasel. We have his rat on the board. (laughs) Are you kidding me? I mean, this is just like. What were they like? Horse? No, keep keep going. Someone's got to get control. We go back and forth until someone gets control. Oh, my God. I I don't think I've ever seen that happen. um, I don't uh, think it has. um, uh, A beaver. A beaver. Okay, this is okay. Let me name an animal that best describes your boss. So far, we've got rat, weasel, and beaver. None of them are on the board. What did people on say? Horse. Don- he said horse. I, no, I no, was joking. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, I'm um, actually answering. Hold alligator. On. No, you. Hold on. You, you've to already choose. answered. Yes. I now thought I get we to... were just battling no, 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 it out. No, 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 no. We, we need to go back and forth because someone's going to take control. Oh my god. Bradley, <laughs> go ahead and give me one. Okay, drift. I will say bar. A bar? A bear. A bear. Is bear on the board? It is! Yes! That's the number four answer. You got seven points. And you've got control of the board. All right, Bradley. Now you have control. Now your strikes start to come into play. Don't you I get another to play answer? or pass? No, you get to. Yeah, you could pass if you'd like. I'm going to pass, Bob. You! Wow. <laughs> Oh, no. Here's the thing. She keeps the points unless you can get the final one. But yes, oh, you passed. Okay. okay. Wait, what? You gave her control. So another no, seven. You take okay, it. Sounds good. You take it. You got two strikes to go, Don. Okay. You Again, do name an animal that best describes your boss. A cat. Is cat on the board? It's not. You've got one more strike to work with. So far, you have the number four answer of bear. Come on, Don. Number four answer of it's number four? Yeah, there's still three answers oh. better than bear. How about um, 
Cougar. Cougar? Okay. Is Cougar on the board? We're Arthur. <laughs> Cougar is not, so Bradley... Okay. These seven points are going to go to Don, which I'm guessing are probably going to be a non-factor once we move on to the next puzzle. Um, but, unless uh, I get... Unless you get a big one here. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb here, Bob, and oh. say... Dog. Is dog on the board to steal it? It is! You played that well. 13 points. That means 20 points going to Bradley. That was the number two answer on the board. Because you could hear somebody being like, my boss is such a Uh, dog. uh, Chicken was on the bottom of the list. Chicken! Uh, Next on the list... Vulture. Oh, what about Uh, shark? you, You also missed... Donkey, the number three answer, oh, an and the number one answer no is survey says a snake. Oh, well, snake. we were, we were close did, on our rat, and yeah. uh, mm. what did you call her? A beaver? Weasel? Weasel? weasel. I do. You did like say beaver weasel. though too. Weasel. All right, it's uh, oh, yeah. This sure. this one will probably have a bigger factor into the final score, but Bradley, you do have twenty points. So there you go. Here we go. Second one. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Again, use your name as your buzzer. Name something you eat that comes on a stick. Bradley Trainer. Bradley was first. That would be a corn dog, Bob. Yeah, that's a number one answer. 39 points for corn dog. Would you like to keep control or pass it away? I'm going to pass, Bob. You're going to pass again. Okay. Well, just because I don't know that I'm good at coming up with things on a stick. Don, that means you've got uh, two strikes to work with here as you pass it away. 39 points on the board. You got an answer for us? Popsicle. Popsicle. Oh, good one. Popsicle up there. It certainly is. 35 points getting added to that list. 74 points, uh, meaning there's only a few left here. But okay. again, you still have control, uh, Don. Keep it going. Ice cream bar? Um, actually, ice cream and popsicle were okay, together, together. So I'm going to say that was the same answer. So that's not a, not a okay, guess. Okay. How about um, corn? Corn is corn on the board. No oh, corn see, on the I'm stick. I'm only thinking of fair. That's a cob. Or that's a corn on the cob. Okay, um, how about... Three answers Oh, left. oh, oh, shish kebab. Oh, is shish kebab on the board? Yes, wow, it is. Don, Seven points there. One. There's only two left to get. Oh, God. Uh, God. Oh, rock candy. Rock candy. That's actually a really <laughs> good, a answer. good answer. Very wrong, but very good. Mm. All right, so uh, was that your second strike or first? First. That was your first. Right. You oh, got no, one? corn. No, said oh, corn. you said yeah, corn. You got yeah. That's right. That's your second Bradley strike. Bradley has one. I can Bradley's tell he's excited very excited about it. here. Yeah? He's going to try to steal. If he gets one of those remaining two, he's going to steal it away. Come on. You can do it. Uh, either a taffy or candy apple, Bob. Taffy? Or, well, which one are you going to go with? Well, are they the same thing? They're the kind of the same thing. It's an apple with some stuff on Caramel it. Caramel apple. Caramel apple. All right. Survey says if it's on there, you're taking all the points, and uh, the victory based on the score is caramel apple on the board. Yes! yes! That was worth five points there, so that uh, ended up giving you a total of 86. That was a hard one. That was. 106, your final score. And uh, so big congratulations there, Bradley. The only one you two missed. There's only one that you didn't get, and that was cotton candy. Oh, oh, that seems like a non I was thinking a shrimp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shrimp could have been shrimp a good one, too. But on nope. the Barbie. <laughs> cotton candy. Shrimp on a stick. So, Don, or excuse me, Bradley, you're the winner. Don, that means you... 
Yeah, we don't, don't have, have to what, keep going over the score yeah. again. Tell us what else is on the list. Well, we don't have How winners. How did you come across stink holes, girl? <laughs> we, don't, we don't have winners and, and losers. We have oh. winners and consolation prize winners. Don, you're going home with this. And the original Mr. Coffee and genuine Mr. Coffee builder, Joe DiMaggio says it's the greatest automatic coffee brewing system ever. Joe DiMaggio. Joe DiMaggio says it's the greatest coffee maker there is, and I, now it's yours. I need that. There you go. I have that. <laughs> I have that. You do know. Mike, thank you. That was a lot of fun, and I yeah. bet the audience enjoyed playing the home game. If you enjoyed playing it, uh, dear audience, we'll be doing it again tomorrow. So tune in right here at noon every weekday for the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Up next, though, it's those crazy ladies, Lori and Julia. Who knows what they'll be laughing about. Bye! Bye.